0: Here we go on a Friday. Welcome to Critical Condition Sports, wherever you may be and however you're listening. Thanks for joining me today on another beautiful Friday. Got a great show today for everybody. I got Hausch Manfio, who is the PFL 2021 World Lightweight Champion, folks. You know, Hausch, you know, has a great story that we'll dive into. But, you know, kind of kind of a crazy year for him. You know, he went from almost retiring from MMA to getting into the PFL Tournament As an alternate, and for those that may not know, PFL is the only combat sports league that's in a tournament style where it has a regular season and it has a playoff. You get points accumulated depending on performance, finishes on your fights, wins, of course. And, you know, it was a huge one for Haush because, again, he was almost going to retire, went in as an alternate, fought his way into the tournament, and, you know, pulled off uh, two huge upsets to become the 2021 PFL lightweight champion. Again, big moment for him. He was actually the betting underdog in all four of those fights. And, you know, I'm just grateful that he was able to make some time out of his busy schedule to, to just talk here. You know, that, that's what we're doing here. We're just trying to, you know, share the stories. Real quick before we get into the interview, I just want to remind everybody that please follow Critical Condition Sports on Instagram at Critical Condition Sports and on Twitter at Condition Talk. If you're looking for that extra sports content, head over to the YouTube channel, Critical Condition Sports, or hit the link in the description below below. Please, folks, like, share, subscribe, review. All that good stuff helps the show. And without further ado, here's Hausch Manfio. My next guest, he is a mixed martial artist with a record of 50 wins and three losses. He is the current reigning PFL lightweight world champion, winning the 2021 season. Please welcome onto the show Hausch Manfio. How you doing?
1: Hey, man. Thank you to receiving me. I feel great.
0: Awesome, man. Well, first of all, congratulations, man. You are the new PFL lightweight champion. How does that feel when you hear that?
1: Uh, that was a dream come
0: true. And
1: I'm, I'm working a lot to become the, the champion in 2022
0: again. <laughs> but, uh, I feel great.
1: I feel like, man, all the hard work and the... I started 10 years ago professionally, so worried, you know, it's really good.
0: And so, you know, I want to, so obviously, right right now, you're the champ right now, but obviously there was a long journey that had to take place for you to get to to this point. A lot of ups and downs. How did you start in MMA?
1: MMA specifically, I started at 18 because if I just tra- continue training white Thai like I was doing,
0: okay.
1: I would never make some money. So all my idols was going to MMA, like uh, Minotauro, Anderson Silva, all these guys
0: yeah.
1: was fighting MMA. So I need to start learning Jiu-Jitsu. And uh, I did like my first amateur MMA fight when I was 18. And I, I did good. I, I, it's the only fight I submit. I have I won by submission,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> like an unbar in the first round. And uh, after that fight, I decide to move to Rio to train together with my idols. So I start professionally at yeah. 20s, and uh, exactly 20 It was December. I was just turning 20, and uh, but my the MMA's started when I was 18 and uh, because if I just keep it training like striking has no future for the strikers you know Definitely. especially especially on my weight
0: so who were some of your training partners that really motivated you inspired you that got you started within this journey
1: in the very first years I, I training not together but in the same match, like with Anderson Silva, Minotauro, Minotauro, I do so the, just the fact to to learn with the guys was was my dream come true. And here in American Top Team, specifically, I think Edson Barbosa and Nathan Schultz, he's the godfather of my first daughter, these guys inspire me more. Edson, because he's a monster and he has his own history in, uh, in MMA. Everybody knows him. And I would like yes. to watch his fights. So it doesn't matter if he wins or he loses. It's always good to watch his fights. So was a big exp- he is a big experiential for me. And uh, Nathan, because he won the very first two seasons in PFL. So in, in the lightweight. So yeah. we keep our belts at home. So, he showed me, like, we can do anything. And for me, like, I think that he inspired me a lot.
0: How, how long have you... Because you haven't been training with American Top Team your entire career, I'm assuming, correct?
1: No. Uh, I The last six years, I was American Top Team. The very first four, I was in Tino Guerra in Rio.
0: Okay. Now, for, for, for you, how? Uh, How was it leading up to, because obviously what people see on TV, they don't see the preparation that you do as an athlete, right? They don't see the ups and downs of this sport. You know, this sport does have downs. You know, how was it for you? How was life before even getting to PFL for you in your career?
1: Man, uh, uh, one month before I signed with PFL, I was quitting my professional career. I have two daughters. The older is three. The youngest is one. And I need to provide to my family. I need to yeah. provide. So in the last three years, I had like nine fights canceled.
0: Nine? So I
1: start nine. That's a lot. So it's a lot. So I was like, as a Christian, I always try to understand what God wants from me. So I was like, okay, God don't want this from my life anymore. Because every fight I even I signed a contract and the guys got hurt. They test positive for COVID, and uh, a lot of different reasons. But the fights never happened. And I was like, okay, I I am start. I already start giving some private classes. I was the, I was doing really good before, uh, like uh, financially, not really good, but I was able to provide and save some money by the end of the month. So okay, and uh, I was training because I love to train. I go to the spar session. I was trained just once once a day that time because I need to work the rest of the day with my classes. And uh, so when Brian Butler called me and told, OK, we have a fight. I was like, OK, well, one more. The, maybe the number 10 got canceled. And he told me like, no, this fight will not will not get canceled because we signed with the PFL. And I called cried a lot, it was a really special moment for me. You know, even my daughter saw me crying on the phone. And I uh, what happened, Daddy? I was like, no, 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 that is happy. Don't worry. That is happy. <laughs> and uh, a good thing happened. And uh, of course they can't understand what, it, what is this. And uh, was we I, I I would receive like my first fight in PFL. Was the, the salary was 10. I was enjoying my money, like, oh man, if I win, I'm gonna make $20,000. Yeah, gonna, I can pay my bills. So for me, it was a lot of money $20,000. It was like you had no idea because no. I was struggling to pay my bills. So the very first fight, I was just like so excited. I was not even thinking the medium. Because I I I I always talk like it's a step by step. And I was an alternate. After the first fight, I probably would return to be an alternate again. They offered me the 2022 season, even if I just had that fight in the very first moment. So I just got I was so excited because they they I would receive like my biggest salary in my career. Uh, until that time it was like that fight so 10 plus 10 i can remember when my my uh, brian told me like oh the 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 purse is 10 plus 10 i was almost crying happiness <laughs> it uh, was ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous good for me
0: no definitely I mean, you know it definitely sounds like like a great moment so you were an alternate correct yes now when that, after that first fight that happened, you won, you know, I want to point out that you were the underdog going into a fight and you won. So, and, and being an underdog, I mean, that's going to be this a story here for, for PFL for you here, because you yeah. got, you got the next fight and you were supposed to fight, to believe uh, Nathan Schultz, correct? Yes. And I know that was, that was going to be, you know, a tough fight. Nathan's always going to be a tough fight for, for anyone. He's one of the best in the world to this day. Yeah. And, yeah. but I say tough because he's your friend, right? The godfather yeah. to your first daughter. <laughs>
1: No, yeah, he's a godfather of my daughter, you know. I just returned from the Disney park. Yeah. And uh, his mom traveled with me and my family. So oh my we God. are like, we are family. Yeah. So I told him, I want to fight you in the final. Because in the final, this is so big. And the final is not a problem. Because this, me, me and him are like the, the true best fighter in the world that moment. Correct. So I, I think it would be a great, great honor. But of course, if I can pick someone else, I, I, would, pick, I, I would never choose fighting him. But I was like, okay. But when that fight, the, the, his opponent got hurt, I was like, man, we, they had a lot of other fighters. And your opponent got hurt. So I was sad. The, I was a mix of feelings. Because I was very excited because I was returning as a, as a not an alternate anymore. Yeah. Because the second fight, I, I already had three points. So the, that part of the, the tournament, I would not be alternating anymore. Uh, but I was really sad because it was against him. And I couldn't say no. Because as an alternate, they, 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 they could like fire me. Like, no, okay. If you don't want to fight. We're gonna, for sure, gonna fight someone else who want to fight. So I couldn't say no, and I told him like, man, you know my history. I need to pay my bills. I'm struggling for many years, and uh, we need to fight. And he told me it's the same. Like, man, I lost my last fight, and I need to fight and I need to win. So <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I was like, okay, so let's fight. And uh, after we dinner together because we are brothers. And, uh, but it was really, really difficult for me. That fight was like a mix of feelings. And yeah. thank God that fight never happened. Yeah. Because <laughs> I after, say. The wait, after the waiting, so for me, it was very special. Because they pay me for that fight. I, I never did. <laughs> because, because I make the wait. And uh, they and Anthony Perez, got, got, uh, they fe- he feel bad. After yeah, the wait, it. he got sick. So they need someone for, for, for putting him to beat. So I think they pay who we can pick for Anthony Perez and uh, for them in the in 14 days. And uh, we have, uh, we think he have a great chance to win. So I they put me as an underdog again. So Underdog again. The underdog again. So for sure they want to want to Anthony won that fight. Thank God this didn't happen. <laughs> and, uh, but I was really, really special because I mean, I was like, man, I got to fight Anthony Perry.
0: <laughs> yeah. Showtime. <laughs>
1: was the fight, was the fight, the showtime. A lot like a fan. Yeah. So I know he's really, really dangerous. So, but I was prepared. I, I knew I couldn't win the fight and, uh, we did it. I did almost didn't study for his fight because as a fan, I watch a lot of his fights. I don't need to study. I know what he gonna do. So when and we we keep the strategy, I think the only thing I, I could make it better, uh, I should to have uh, did better was the first round. But my first round is always I, I I'm always warming up. So this is something. We need to improve. Sometimes it's not good, my first round, but my second and third is always good.
0: Now, for for, for you, Housh, you know, obviously you're happy, right, that that fight with Nathan didn't happen, right? It, yes, it, was, kind of, yes, it was a good a thing. <laughs> it was a good thing. And you go on, you right. fight Anthony Pettis, like you said. Pe- people were trying to say, okay, what guy can we give him that he could, that Pettis could beat, right? Because it's no secret, right? Showtime. They wanted They wanted to move him. Absolutely, right? That was money, as, money far, name. As,
1: far I know, I, as far I know they they was paying him I don't know if it's true or not but uh seven hundred thousand dollars each fight Jesus so was, uh, he's he's he deserved it what can yes. I tell you but uh but to, he would definitely was not fight for the million because <laughs> he already made the million with the two fights so 1 point4
0: <laughs> yeah so, no um, it's so- how did it feel? It was, funny because it was
1: the very first fight yeah. I wish my opponent didn't make a weight for I took 20% of his purse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, for you get 20% like, of I was, that. I was like, please, please don't make the weight. Just one. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to receive a lot of money. <laughs> well, even if, if Pettis yeah, had He's, had he's a real champion. <laughs> He's a real champion. My dad told me after the fight is over, like, man, you need to learn with him. His posture like fighter. You know, every round he come and touch gloves and then we start to strike each other. So it was like he has class, you know. It's different. It's different. The guy is a real champion. It's really, really, really funny fighting. I, I, I
0: learned more fighting him. Would you say, uh, I mean, it's a good feeling, right, to be able to go out there again as the underdog and win?
1: Yes, exactly. All my four fights, yeah. I was the underdog.
0: Yeah, and that, that's where we're going with the with the third one. You know, you move on to the playoffs. Great feeling, right? As an alternate, yeah. underdog, Showtime, Pettis. Yeah. Things were just rolling for you. And you go out there, you fight Clay Collard. Again, the underdog. And you had a, a great yeah. performance. Again, decision. You beat him there. How did that feel? Very close.
1: That like, was the most close decision I ever had in my life. Yeah. Because when the fight was over, I was like, I was like, man, I think they're going to give a drown because the second round was too close. And, uh, but I didn't know what the, the referee is, So I strike him better, but, uh, but I, I slept and fall and he almost, uh, took my back and tried to submit me, but I, I stand up again. So I w- my coaches was very honest. He was like, okay, you lost the first. We think, you won the second and the third. Do you kill it? So we know one and third for sure, but the second we don't know because how? Because the only thing is you slept and he and he tries to meet you. So we don't know. So I was I was with that feeling. Okay, what's gonna happen? But uh, I have that feeling in my chest. Like okay, I think I won. I I did the one percent better, and I, it's just the the thing I needed to do. And uh, and he is like super tough. I I don't know how he don't you know how he didn't sit with my punches because yeah. I, I really hurt him. Like in the middle of his chin, I put one chin one knee on his face, and I could hear his chin like uh, like clack. And uh, he go forward always. He just got tired in the in the one the the second round was. Uh, over yeah. and I I was building up and growing up in the and growing up in the fight more. But it was really tough that fight against Collar.
0: Good win. It was good, a good win over Clay. But again, you defied the odds, the, the underdog. I mean, again, probably the close, closest fight you had. Man, was there any any doubt though, Haus? Sh- was there any doubt that uh, it may have not gone my way? Uh.
1: Any doubt about what sorry
0: about Explain the re- about the re- your... so after after you after you fought clay and you're going into that decision uh-huh. was there any doubt that hey like okay they the judges may have just given him the fight and you thought it would have been over right there for you yes
1: yes, yeah, sure because i was like the fight was close he is the american he was the american one with <laughs> the america and uh, in the american show and they promote him a lot. So I think like it's 50-50. Like I think 1% better. So 51 for me and 45 for him. 49 for him. <laughs> I, I think I won the fight. But was too close. And I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. So of course I was nervous.
0: I was 100- nervous. 100%. Now,
1: different than my fight against Paris. When the fight finished was over, I, I knew I won the fight. And I was a very surprised for me they gave me a split decision against Pettis because in my when I watched the fight, it was clear I won.
0: I thought so, you had won that fight clearly. I was very surprised it was a split.
1: Yeah, because, yeah, especially in the last round, it was like a 10-8 because I dropped him twice. So... You know, MMA judges well, weird, though. <laughs> but you need to respect the judges. Especially, and, uh, but I was like, okay, the fight was too close. My coaches told the fight is close. They think I won, but uh, the judges are the boss. So what's going to happen? And then, thank God, do you all. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they,
0: Thank goodness they felt they felt good with you. <laughs> they felt good with you on that day. Now going into your last fight here for the PFL, the final, right? The million dollars—that's the biggest one. The championship is a it's a huge accomplishment. A million dollars though is, isn't a bad thing either, you know. To be able to get off from that fight, were you? Was this? Did this fight feel different for you? Was it nerve-wracking? How did you handle the nerves for it? Because it was this fight was the biggest fight of your career.
1: Yes, but I try to think like man. I don't even when I started the show. Yeah, I was just grateful to receive my twenty thousand dollars, and uh, I have this opportunity right now, and I and I didn't put the weight on my shoulders. Because I knew it, if I did that, I the, my performance was not be good. So I just go there and have fun. I was just like, doesn't matter what happened. My life already changed forever. My professional uh, career is gonna be better and better every year now. I beat Anton Paris, so yeah. I think I, I knew like never more I gonna have problems to schedule a fight. And uh so I was really, really happy to be there. That was the feeling in my in my heart. I knew like a million dollars is really good to have. And uh, but I, I was just focused in the next fight. When the fight is over, I was like excited because I knew I won. So I started to thinking about the money, but I didn't think about the money before the fight.
0: Definitely. And you I mean, I thought everyone, a lot, most of the people thought you won that fight. I could tell, you know, you knew you had won that fight before your hand was getting raised, and I'm sure that was a great feeling, but how did it feel when they finally announced it?
1: Ah, oh, it's, uh, it's a blast. <laughs> insane, it's right? Like, okay, yeah, it's insane. It's like, man, my life changed forever. Then you start to think, like, man, now I can't buy a car. Yeah. Man, I, I can't, I will not struggle with your rent anymore. Man, now I can, you know, help my family. Now it's a lot of good things to come together with the money. A lot of problems too, but uh, it's like a dream come true. It's difficult to believe until the money hit your the account. <laughs> now, yeah, I, when the money hit the account, I I take a print, <laughs> a print screen, and okay, now we let's start spending. <laughs> but it's funny? What the most important for me was not the money, it was the legacy because the exit in the world has a lot of guys with a million dollars, many guys, but uh, with a championship belt is just a short, like 1% of 1% of 1%. So, this is the legacy because money is just money. If, uh, if you give me money now, uh, you give me your money, now I have more money, but it's like you can transfer, but the belt. No, I can't transfer my belt to you.
0: Okay.
1: You need to deserve it. So this was more special.
0: What, what was the when your hand got raised? I mean, it, I'm sure it was a special moment, right? The money, the belt, the accolades, yeah. how far you've come, the journey. Like you yeah. said, about to just retire from MMA right before you started the PFL journey. What was the, what what was as being as accomplished as you have been now? What was the first thing you thought of right away? Is there anything special that that you remember in your heart when you were getting your hand raised, though?
1: Uh, I started thinking the persons who was cheering for me in Brazil, like my family, you know, the meeting together and watch the fight. I was excited to see their reaction, you know, to call to my mom and uh, watching her crying. So after you you make it, and I was, but uh, to be honest, I remember now, I was excited because I need to watch and the, my teammates' fights yet, so. So it was like, I was like, okay, now it's true face time. And uh, we got another belt, and then another one, and then another one. So it was really good.
0: You, you train with Kayla Harrison, correct? Yes, yes. She, she, she she's an amazing fighter as well uh, in, in my opinion
1: today yeah of course she and amanda nunes are the two best in the world she's ridiculously strong technical she's like a real problem for any any girl in the world
0: now you know you know and it and it's great that you say that you know i think amanda's still the great the, the greatest you know Kayla obviously. She's Aspiring to, to be the greatest, you know, Amanda's greatest, you know, in the UFC. What did you take off? Because a lot of people, you know, media, how media goes, right? Oh, yada, yada. Everyone's got something to say. You know, especially, you know, uh-huh. off that loss that Amanda had. I really don't think it hurts her legacy. And I think I think she's one of the the, the greatest. If I think she's the greatest female wow. fighter, and I don't take anything from that loss. For you watching though, your teammate, uh, a teammate lose though. How did that make you feel? I mean, what what was your thought process when you see such a dominant champion like her go down the way that happened?
1: Uh, I was talking about that today with my conditioner coach, and uh, this is like some was a really really bad day for Amanda, but we we know how good she is. Yeah, and I, know, I think I know. I think everybody knows. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why the odds was like insane. Ten, ten, ten. 10 for one so and in my opinion and if she, if she is motivated because right now I have a little bit of money so I start to and I, I start to think okay I want to go there and make another championship again because when you are secure with your money this is not motivating you anymore. So thank God for me, I I am a fighter, like a real fighter. I fight because I like it. <laughs> like I, I always thought, like if you give me one million dollars, the next day I will be in the gym training because I love to do this. Yeah. And uh, but uh, Amanda beats everyone. Yeah. And uh, we don't know how she has her mindset for that. Like, you remember the very first of Anderson Silva and uh, Chris Weidman? Yeah. You couldn't see, like, Anderson was, like, getting his too much, you know? He was like, ah, I don't care. He, he talked he was Matrix. Yeah. So normally he'd he do that, but that fight he did too much. And uh, but, but uh, in my opinion, like because he beat everyone else, the guy is super rich, and uh, he started to not be afraid of the opponents anymore. And I think that was the Amanda mistake, she was not afraid. And uh, when you go there, you need to be afraid because it doesn't matter how good you are, the other guy can strike you down, so you need to be a little bit afraid, at least a little.
0: No, that, that's the best way. They, I can I couldn't think of anyone being able to put it the best way, a better way than you, Housh. Now, for you, you know, as we're nearing the end here, what is your goal in 2022? I'm assuming he's defending the championship, correct? You'll be back for PFL?
1: Yeah, I will be the 2022 champion in PFL if you've got to allow me to do that. And I'm uh, super happy in the show. If the UFC offer me a job right now, I would say no. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. I'm very happy here. I think they, you know, they respect us. The guys in the organization uh, are super polite with us. They, I, I, I'm, I'm feel very grateful to be part of the show, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm super happy to be in PFL. And my goal for 2022 is make the championship again. I know it's like the the tournament. They they score the points, so it's just it's just it's not just about me because we need score points. You can win the very first two fights and not go to the playoffs. Yeah, so it's possible. You can you can do everything correctly and do not go for the playoffs. So it's very, very interesting the the tournament. And uh, but I, I think I have the weapons. I am in my prime physically. I feel like i never been so strong, explosive. I feel like I am 100%. I did some uh, proceeds on my left knee because this hurt me for years. And Right now, I have the money to treat. So for 2022, I'm going to have like a clean shape. And uh, I think this is going to reflect on my performance to the fights because with no more pain, you you fight a lot better, and uh,
0: uh, I'm really excited for
1: 2020,
0: man. Thank you so much. Oh, it's good talk with you. Thank you.